Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah wal Jamaah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Respected listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, we welcome you to this interview segment of our spiritual breakfast. And as you know, we've mentioned it, it is with our in house Mulana, and there is Mulana Musa Lehe. Let's welcome Mulana. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mulana, I hope you're doing well. And Jazakumullahu Khairan for having us this beautiful morning. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. It makes it makes us really happy to listen to your voice. As I said to you earlier, we used to hear your voice on CII. I think it was Suhoor time when Mulana used to make those du'as. And mashallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept you. Mulana, today our discussion is on tasawuf. Mulana can give us an introduction, inshallah. Jazakumullahu Khairan, Mulana. So... <clears throat> Mulana, I'd like to keep this a little interactive and informal. And, um, you know, basically, when people hear the word tasawwuf or tazkiyatun nafs, and, and they, you know, you, you, you speak to somebody and you say, you know what, it's important, it's imperative, it's fardul ayn to do tazkiyatun nafs, then immediately the mind runs towards, okay, I need to go and sit with the sheikh and make Allah, Allah the whole day. Hmm. Whereas, <laughs> that is, you know, it, 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 yes, it's a part of Tazkiyatun Naf, but it's not the crux and it's not uh, the, the core of what Tazkiyatun You know, Tazkiyatun Naf literally means purifying the soul. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a Naf and the nafs has good and bad. It thrives on bad. It thrives on evil. However, it does have good in it. Hmm. So the nafs is something, for instance, now we're talking for what, 30 minutes this morning, inshallah. If we had to extend that to 30 hours, hmm. what would happen to us, Molana? Both of us would fall down. We'd be exhausted. I think the listeners would actually call in and say, enough now. You know, uh, how much more are you going to talk? So it's the nafs that makes you tired. Mm. It's the nafs that drives you. It's the nafs that makes you hungry. It's the nafs that makes you thirsty. However, when we're speaking about to nafs now, specifically, it's purifying the soul. Purifying the soul from what? So this is something that we say it's farzul ayn. Why? Look, all of us, Molana, we've got some good in us, and we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allows the good to become more than the evil in us. Amen. But we also have some wrong in us. Gee. And sometimes we can't identify. I always give this example. If a person has some dirt on his face or something, there's no way he's going to be able to know about it unless someone tells him or he goes in front of the mirror. <clears throat> and then the mirror will suddenly tell him that, listen, you've got a blemish here. There's some dirt on your cheek or there's something in between your teeth or something like that. There, And you take the appropriate steps. You take your toothbrush, you brush your teeth, you remove the, the blemish and it's all gone. And the good part about the mirror is that the mirror will never remind you. The next time you look into the mirror, the mirror is not going to tell you, ah, yesterday, yesterday you had something in between your teeth, but today you're all good. 
So the same thing with going to a sheikh, a sheikh kamil, someone that can help you uh, through this process, diagnose your problem, prescribe the correct medication, and of course, it's ultimately, it's up to the person now whether he's going to follow the prescription through and help with the spiritual maladies. And Mulana, I mean, alhamdulillah, you and Ali, you've been through the entire course. And, you know, one of the, one of the common challenges in today's times is that of anger. Mm. People lose it for silly things, you know. Uh, Ramadan especially, you know, it's coming up and someone just takes your parking or someone parks wrong. And I'm not condoning the action of parking wrong. It's wrong, it's wrong. You shouldn't park in driveways. But, you know, I'm just giving that as an example. And what happens? A person's head flips and we begin swearing. We begin saying things that spoils the entire environment of the masjid and uh, the entire environment of Ramadan for that matter. So this is the problem. Uh, that is faced by a lot of people, mm. ulama, non-ulama, uh, professionals, youngsters, uh, teenagers, male, female, it's across the board. Mm. And we won't recognize that I have this problem. Why? Because the nafs doesn't want us to feel bad. In fact, sometimes when you lose your temper, you actually feel good about it. You mm. feel good about it, that, you know what, I showed this person. He's not supposed to park there. Mm. And I did my duty. And, you know, all these 101 excuses come into the mind to say that, you know what, you, you, you're doing the right thing by, by losing your head, telling this person, and, 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 you know, putting him in his place. Mm. Whereas, we look at the akhlaq and the character of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, on one occasion... Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam owed a particular Jew some money. Mm. And on, uh, he, he, he then came to claim this money from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he behaved in a very uncouth manner. So, you know, he, he, he probably said some nasty things to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu was right then. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu is Sayyidina Umar. He was fuming. <laughs> he was absolutely fuming. I mean, you don't talk to the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was cool. He was calm. He was collected. And eventually, Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu interjected. Hmm. And Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stopped him. And then he said that, uh, you know, he told this Jewish man that you could have spoken to me in a better manner. And Omar, you should have reminded me of paying my debts earlier. Nevertheless, anyway, this was a test that this uh, Jewish man had actually been conducting to see the character of Rasulullah and he accepted Islam. Mm. Uh, but the point I'm saying is that, you know, Anger is, is just one of the examples. Pride, Ojo, uh, Bria. You know, we hear all these terms. And again, I'm saying, a lot of people, when they, when they hear 
that you know what you need a sheikh you need to go to a sheikh and you need to uh, make islah and, and 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 reform yourself the first thing that comes to mind that you know what i need to go and sit with somebody and hold the tasbih and i need to make uh, 10000 subhanallah and 50000 la ilaha illallah and 100000 allah and that's how my day will go it's nothing like that molana it 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 actually it's got to do a lot with uh introspection understanding how we handle certain uh conditions and circumstances that we are faced on a daily basis whether it be in our work employment whether it be with our employees employers whether it be with our spouses whether it be with our children sorry spouse not spouses uh, spouse uh, whether it be with our children um and 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 you know just our general well-being just our general well-being now i remember and uh, molana you know going to madrasa darul uloom for 6 years 7 years it's no easy task and it's no easy task especially for the parents you know however I don't know if his parents still practice on this here but my parents were very diligent in this aspect. So because I was from Zimbabwe and I didn't go home as often as 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 other students did um not to say that we were making any sacrifice on our behalf I know in today's times there are students sometimes who don't go home for the entire 6 years um but nevertheless because of the distance i i never used to travel so frequently however when i would go home the first thing was a dentist appointment and i hated that uh, i don't think there's any person that enjoys going to a dentist probably right? they didn't give molana the gas that's why <laughs> <laughs> actually i did get gas molana once they had to take off my my um, uh, wisdom teeth so yeah i went through the whole mill <laughs> while I was studying I went through everything so yeah the first thing is the dentist appointment then the second thing is a full medical checkup and um, you know I had this problem with flat feet as well so then I had to go to an orthopedic specialist to go and make special insoles and what have you and and and, and you know realign the feet and get all of that has to take place hmm. so again when you're going into the dentist now everything feels fine everything feels fine but dentists are dentists their job is to find that little cavity that little bit of uh, uh something that's rotting something that's out of place and they start poking you and they start drilling you and they start doing whatever they have to and causing excruciating pain but when you come out of there uh, a day or two later it's forgotten and you mm. feel good about yourself the same with the doctor the doctor will go check you up you know press your stomach check your throat check your ears check your nose check your eyes you know see if everything is fine if you need some medication then prescribe it and then carry on with life so the same thing with the skiatuna is that if we don't look after our spiritual health the way a person tends to look after their physical health and yes for youngsters we don't really care but once you a little bit older and a little bit more matured then you start worrying so 
you find a lot of people, especially in today's times, they look at alternate health medication. Uh, so they look at everything that is organic. They look at hakims, for instance. Uh, if a person is suffering from high cholesterol, then they look at different measures of just flushing out that cholesterol. Uh, they won't want, just want to take uh, any medication. You'll, you'll be more concerned about your sugar intake as you grow older and older. Why? Because the body can no longer do what it did uh, 10 years ago. And, mm-hmm. and you find that does happen. It happens to every single person. So you, you become a little bit more health conscious. You start eating more greens. Uh, you start eating more salad, something that you would never have done in your younger days. I know in the early days, Molana, you spoke about CII. Um, we were very young <laughs> when we came there, 20, 21 years old. And, um, you know, there was a crew of younger people. So every Wednesday, not that I'm promoting or anything like that there, uh, but Ashraf, my cousin, he had a, a steers and debonairs downstairs. So every Wednesday without fail was the wacky Wednesdays. And then the other days were the past and this was that. And, you know, you're eating junk the whole time, 24-7. Mm-hmm. But as you grow older, you tend to shun away from all that rubbish. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is rubbish because <laughs> it takes a toll on your body. You know, it, it might taste good. It might look good. Uh, but it's definitely not good at all. That's why it's called fast food. It's, it's absolute rubbish, absolute rubbish. And, the and twi- you tend to start eating more healthier. You start looking more at veggies and, and things like that. So the same thing with, uh, uh, with your spiritual well-being. It's about looking after yourself, Molana. And uh, the only way you can do it is by a share. You know, you can't reform yourself. If, if I tell you, Molana, and, and obviously I, I know your dad well, I know the family well, uh, but you are obviously very, very much younger. Um, but if I have to tell you, for instance, Molana, you've got a pride problem, or you've got a, a, a hypothetical example, you've got an anger problem, you've got a, a problem of, 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 of whatever it is, you know? How, 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 how are you going to resolve it? Of course, we're going to... The Sorry. first instance, if there's no isla, we're just going to retaliate. How can you? Because that's yeah, how, how, exactly who are school. You to tell me that I got an anger problem. And that, <laughs> that's actually displaying the anger now. <laughs> you know, because that's going to be the first response in school. So, that's what they teach us: that you must not allow anyone to bring you down. You are the correct. best, and this is how we unfortunately we grow up thinking that we are the best. Nobody can distort our confidence. And we have so much confidence that sometimes most lose their genders also in their confidence. Yeah, that's the other problem in today's time. So, you know, that's why it's so important that, you know, you you, you find this person. And, and, you know, the question also arises, how do you find a sheikh? How do you go about seeking a sheikh? And the answer is very simple. You look for a person who has the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu through and through in their lives. That's the person you go for. Mm. That's the person you go for. Yes, they must be a munasabat and they must be, you know, you, you, you must be able to, some, some shuyukh are very staunch, you know, they're jalali, they're very uh, strict 
and that may not gel with your personality, and some are too soft. So you look for somebody in the middle, you know, someone that can, when they tell you that, listen, you've done ABC wrong, you, you, you actually kiss them on their hands because you won't feel bad about it. Uh, they, they are doing you the favor of telling you where you're going wrong so that you can rectify it. And you know the beauty about a sheikh, a sheikh Kamil, that is, someone who's very strict on the sunnah of Rasulullah wasallam. They'll never remind you. Oh, you know, when you were 16, I remember you used to walk down the road there with a big cigarette in your hand. They won't remind you of those type of things. So they're there to guide you. Uh, very, it, it, You know, it, it's a very slow but gradual process. Uh, but again, the process depends entirely on the individual. If you're going to take a sheikh, for instance, and a lot of people do this, they take the sheikh and the need is that, okay, right, I'm taking ba'at. First of all, ba'at is sunnah. It's not faraz. You can, you can make islah by a sheikh without being ba'at to that particular sheikh. But anyway, a lot of people will go, they'll take ba'at, and they'll say, right, my sheikh is ABC. That's my sheikh. So now you want to open up a new business, they pick up the phone, sheikh. Assalamu alaikum, please come. You know, I'm opening this business. I need you to make a powerful dua. So it's all got to do about dunya, you see. Uh, Sheikh, I had a baby. Please come home. Come give tahnik for the child. Uh, you know, if the child can, if the adhan hasn't been given, come and give adhan for the child. Whereas those are all like added beneficiaries. They added benefits to this whole process of making yourself right. Going, uh, you have a fight, and, and it happens in every home. You have an argument with your wife over something. And, the, you, you know, the sheikh is not interested particularly, per se, in the argument. He's more interested in how did you react when she told you this? This was my reaction. So the sheikh then listens to this entire conversation, right, based on what you are telling, and he begins to take a spiritual x-ray of the person and seeing, ah, you know what, this is where this person is going wrong. You know, he's taking the responsibility of being a rijal al-nita. Men are, are superior to women. He's taking it too far. You know, we need to tone him down a little. So then he then prescribes and he says, listen, the next time you get into an argument, don't react because you're reacting out of anger. So take a walk. Sit down. And this is all from the sunnah of Rasulullah If you're sitting down, lay down. If you're laying down, uh, then get up and take a walk. You know, just cool off. And you'll see when you do all of these things and you come back, you react, Mulana, very differently. And as this, and, and, you know, like I said, it's a lifetime process because you know, you think, okay, today I conquered my anger, right? Someone really ticked me off. They were pushing all the wrong buttons, and I didn't react. You go back, you tell your sheikh, sheikh will give you a little tap on the, on the back and say, mashallah, you did very well. Now you think, I'm, I'm the conqueror. I'm the, I'm the liberator, salahuddin ayyubi of, of, of anger, you know? <laughs> I've slotted anger. And what happens is, the next day you fall down hard. Someone mm. cuts in front of you or a taxi stops in front of you and 
you you just hooting and swearing and showing all types of gestures and what have you, and you're back to square one. Now that's when you need to go back to the sheikh and say, listen, yesterday I did well, but today, no, this taxi guy really got under my skin. <laughs> and this is how I reacted. And so he then gives you prescriptions. He tells you what to do. And, you know, it's just like any doctor. If you go to the doctor and the doctor writes your script and you take the script and put it in the cubby of the vehicle and you forget about it, then you're not, it's not going to help you. Mm. You need to take your medication as prescribed by the doctors. So the same thing here, your spiritual doctor, your share is going to give you certain things to do. Uh, is going to tell you how to handle these situations, how to conduct yourself. And when you follow this prescription, that's when there'll be therapy. That's when there'll be growth. And that's when you, you, you'll find that uh, a sweetness will start entering your heart. Uh, you know, Molana, we men, uh, a lot of men folk have this deficiency of lustful gazes, right? Um, so we, we fall into this trap. And this, this, you know, the Mashaikh, they always tell us that this is a stupid guna. It's a silly, absolutely silly guna. Because what are you getting out of it? Absolutely nothing. It's mm. just making your brain boil and you're getting absolutely nothing out of it, right? So now you go and you confront your sheikh that listen. Every skirt is walking past. Every, and now it's summer. You, you're telling your sheikh that this is the problem. This is, I, 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 I'm struggling. Help me here. And so they begin to give you slowly prescriptions. And it's up to you then to start giving progress reports. Uh, it's not on a daily basis, at least on a weekly basis. But listen, this is where I faltered here and managed to restrain myself uh, here, no, not so good. And you continue, <coughs> excuse me, you continue like that until you've reached a stage where, inshallah, subhanahu inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you that tawfiq that you don't even, uh, you know, the greater mashayikh, mashallah, they would not even have an accidental look. Uh, you know, when I hear that, I think to myself, subhanAllah, how do you ever reach this? But it takes time, it's a process, it's a lifetime process. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give us tawfiq, you know, we just go through this 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 journey. And it's a beautiful journey. Uh, Quran Sharif speaks about it. Behold, in the remembrance of Allah lies contentment of the heart. It doesn't only mean physical remembrance of Allah, but it means when you're walking on the street and you restrain your gaze, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yes, it's difficult, it's hard on the nafs, but the moment you've passed that, you know, that few seconds and you've gone through it, then there's a certain type of, and, and it's, it's, it's unexplainable, Molana, there's a certain coolness that enters into the heart. And the more you do it, the more you do it, the sweetness of Iman enters your heart until a time comes. You know, a lot of us, we're reading Salah, mashallah, we're fasting, we're reading Quran, but are we thoroughly enjoying our Salah? Are we living for Salah? Are we, uh, you know, 
Mufti Saab and myself, we had a common friend, uh, Musa Manjra, rahmatullah alayhi, mm. uh, from Shepton. I'm sure you've heard Mufti Saab speak about him uh, very affectionately. Uh, late Uncle Musa, first of all, was a river, and he was a person who was known as the mayor for Chapton. Uh, because of his jolly and jovial character, he was a person, imagine from a river, who used to give adhan in the masjid. But there was one superb quality, which I still remember of him, uh, is that every time he went to the bathroom, Molana, because he was so afraid of any najasat touching his body. He would have a ghusl, a quick shower, come out, dress, and then imagine whether you're going five times, six times, seven times a day, that was his routine. So, you know, I'm just giving you an example of how growth can happen. Just like in dunya, we all want to grow. You start off with a little crappy car, then you move over to a Toyota Corolla, then you move over to something bigger, and, you know, uh, uh, well, it's a bad example because our gaze shouldn't be on the dunya, but I'm just saying, just as how growth happens in dunya, growth has to happen in the akhirah as well. In our spiritual well-being, we have to grow together, and, and, and this is a beautiful journey. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq, Inshallah, Mulana, and I'm hoping uh, that uh, today's program is just a basic prelude of what I'm going to be discussing tonight uh, between 8 and 9 p.m. It's a new program on uh, Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, Tasawwuf and Tazkiyah, but very practical examples, you know, sifat and qualities of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that you and I can try to bring into our lives. And our mashayikh, our, our elders, if you look at it, they've actually made life so easy for us. They've written so much of literature. Look at Hazrat Mullah Ashraf Ali Tanvi, Rahmatullah Ali, Hazrat Mullah Masiullah Khan, Rahmatullah Ali, Hazrat Mullah Yunus Fadel, Rahmatullah Ali, even our contemporary ulama in today's time, they are, they are doing so much of work, it's just copy and paste and implementation. Hmm. I was hoping, Mulana, that you speak about, because I've heard this via a few people that uh, Mulana had, um, I think, Tuskia, a Tuskia relationship with Mulana Yunus Patel, Rahimullah, that Islahi connection and where actual correspondence was taking place. So I would have liked to, but I see time is up. Perhaps you will include it tonight in tonight's um, program between 9 and 10. It is the Sawuf, inshallah, with Mulana Musa Lahe, inshallah. So, but next time too, we also, Mulana will join us next week and so the weeks to come. So that will be interesting too, inshallah. Inshallah. Mulana, jazakallah khair. And please give salam to your father, inshallah, and the family. And uh, jazakum allahu khairan for having us on the program. And we look forward to working very closely with you. Inshallah, inshallah. Jazakumullah khairan to you for giving us your time as well. Make dua for us. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jamaah.